back. It's the loudest podcast. Another episode 140. What? Is that right? 140? God, I hope so. 140. That's too many damn episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It's the longest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. My name's Sarah Asterios. Do you notice anything different about my face? No. Uh, wait, should I? Yes. Yeah, yes. It's beautiful. It's more beautiful. Will you call me ugly? <laughs> no, I did God damn it. It's just, I don't know. You look extra cute. Oh, thank you. I went to go see my esthetician this most recent weekend. Yeah, I have an esthetician now. That means I'm fancy as fuck. I'm so close to being one of those people that like brings their small dog to yoga and then bitches when it can't piss all over the Pilates studio. <laughs> When it wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> bitches, when it can't piss. Yeah, like oh, I pay a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars a month to go to this gym, and you're telling me my dog can't go to the bathroom inside the Pilates. I'm so, yeah, okay. That wow, I, I had not even conceived of a level of rich that. <laughs> okay, you've used the word esthetician, I think, three times in my life. Twice just now. I've never heard that. I mean, I don't know what that means. What is an esthetician? I don't know what it means either, but I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, I believe it's someone, I don't know if they go to school or if they're just like just vibing, but it's somebody that does your skincare. Like okay. about once a month, I will go to the esthetician and just get all manner of the, uh, what I can only describe as tampering with my face <laughs> a little bit. Okay, can you walk me through, like, what this esthetician does? I'm just imagining, like, fucking Frankenstein, like, hooking up, like, a car battery to your cheeks. Oh, dude, it's a fucking process. It's an entire day for me. I have a whole day that once a month I treat myself. I go to Annika, who's this lovely Russian woman who does my facials. So first, what you got to do is you got to go to the taco place that's next door. <laughs> to the esthetician and you just have as much tequila as your stomach can handle then you show up to the esthetician place where you obviously smell like tequila but they don't say anything because it's one of those places for like bored housewives so like who doesn't show up at least a little bit tipsy I know I don't so then you sit down and they bring you either a cup of tea or a cup of coffee while you fill out a paper that says, hey, when was the last time you tampered with your face? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to sue us if we tamper with your face a little too hard, right? You wait, you have to sign a release? Yes. So they could like put makeup on you? It's not makeup. It's like chemicals. I assume Ke it it's ke I'm sorry. Chemical. Like Harvey Dent, like Two-Face? Yeah, like that. Exactly like that. They burn your skin off, but with chemicals. No, they don't. Yes, they do. That's what an acid peel is. They burn your skin off. Dude, right now, Google chemical peel. It is what it is. It's They put, you know what exfoliating is, right? So physical exfoliating is when you get like, a scrub or something and you scrub and you slowly like slaw off the first layer of your face skin. Well, chemical exfoliation with a chemical peel or a face mask or something does that, but with chemicals. Okay. I think I know what exfoliating is because my mom had this like Brillo pad that she would just like fucking, she would sand down her fucking <laughs> face with this goddamn like Bahamian Brillo pad. Oh, yeah, me too. My mom used to have this thing. She would like push down her face with enough fucking torque to open a pickle jar. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all like, over her fucking face. It's like, I don't, Ma, I don't know if this is good to sand down your face, but I don't, also, don't argue with moms. Like, I guess they know what they're doing. 
So you found a way to do that, but with what we use to burn down Vietnamese foliage? Foliage, yes. The foliage is, in this case, is my face. It's oh my little, God. It's the little hairs all over my face, like those thin, tiny little hairs. You could get rid of those hairs? Uh, you're not supposed to, but in theory, yes. In theory, you could get rid of them in the same way you can get rid of the Amazon rainforest. Like, is it recommended? No, but is it possible? Sure. You're burning the lungs of your face? <laughs> yes. No! <laughs> the lungs of my face. You're burning down the hairs on your face that I assume protect your face from something. I don't know, sebum or something. I've never seen hairs on your face. I mean, you can't see them because I'm a woman, but if you get like real close and you touch, because you know, haven't you ever learned that thing in schools like mammals have hair all over their body, but people have hair all over their body, but it's just not as thick as really? other animals. Yeah, like touch your forehead right now. Touch your forehead right now. You could feel little hairs just very gently on your forehead. <gasps> yeah. What the fuck? Wait, what's happening here? There's hair all over your body. I'm like a peach. <laughs> yes. I've never. Look, there are some places where I know there's hair. I just know it. I don't like it. But unfortunately, my nose. I gave up on my nose a long time ago. My nose has these little black dots on it. I've tried scrubbing them off. I've tried using Bure strips. Like, I, I'm just like, okay, I guess whoever I marry is going to have to get used to the fact that, like, my nose is just covered in little black dots. Those are actually not, yours might be blackheads, but most people have those. And what they're ripping out with those, like, Bure pore strips are called sebaceous filaments. Sebaceous filaments. Which are basically little buckets of oil that keep, I don't know, they stop, like, bacteria from coming in or something i don't know i'm not a fucking dermatologist uh, what i do know is that they will fill up right back again after you remove them but it's so satisfying to like that's one of the things that i watch on youtube before i go to bed is some vietnamese woman just absolutely obliterate someone's sebaceous filaments while there's some nice uh moonlight sonata playing <laughs> in the background <laughs> Okay, what I've been told is that, like, you can't get rid of the black dots on your nose hysteria. So if you try to get rid of them, they'll come back twice as hard. Just You're just stuck with it. The only, I've been told that the only cure for me is Photoshop. That, like, there's nothing we could do in the real world to fix your fucking nose. I mean, yeah, because the sebaceous filaments, they're just going to come back. Like, you can rip them out. I think if you sat down, like, if you smoked some meth and sat down with your fingernail and really just scraped all of them out, you could get them out, but they would come back in, like, hours. Yeah, and I hear that, like, I heard that, like, Biore strips are, they're bad for your face because, like, they rip bigger holes in your goddamn nose that get filled up with, like, bigger little black dots. And then the next thing you know, like, you're worse off than when you started. I don't know if that's true, but I know that the argument that I've seen against using those is that they can't get deep enough to get the real black dots out of what? there. So they just get the superficial black dots. And then deep down, the other black dot is like, ha, 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 they didn't get me. I'm going to fill up this pore again. <laughs> okay. So I just want to make sure I'm sure of this. If I go to your lady, Katya, what's your name? Annika. Uh, if I go to Annika and I go, fix my nose, I don't care what it takes. There's like nothing she can do. Oh, she'll do it. She'll like take one of those, probably take one of those tools and like just scrape out your entire nose. Like she'll when, go Dexter on my nose? Yeah, like the one of those, um, what's it called, Vietnamese videos that I watch, but it's going to come back. But then she'll say, money, please. <laughs> and then she will use it to buy her child dance classes. 
Really? Yeah. How is her child dancing? Is she? I don't know. I've never seen her child dance, but she was telling me about her uh, child's ballet recital, and I was like, "Yeah, keep talking to me." It's. I, I also love going to the spa because it's like hotel rules, which is that you can ask. This is one of my favorite part about going to like staying at a hotel is you can ask the staff at a hotel to do fucking anything for <laughs> you, <laughs> and they will do it. I don't know why, but they will. One time, I couldn't turn the TV on in my hotel room so I called the front desk and they sent somebody up to turn the TV on one time a couple of my friends for some reason we just decided to like have a party at a hotel room and we broke a bottle of champagne on the floor like one that we'd brought in so we called the front desk was like can you just come clean this up for us peasant and they did it I I hope you tip well after all this yeah 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 you know (laughs) okay this sounds like a no but we're moving right on all right do me a favor. Give me the Anya experience. Like, tell me what Anya, give me the Anya. Okay, well, first you come in, you have an uh, inexplicable and out of nowhere request. That could be, like, if you have a backpack, you'd be like, hey, uh, Annika, can you put this in the back room where you can keep all the chemicals or something? I just don't feel like having it on my person right now. <laughs> and they'll do it for you. Be like, hey, uh, Annika, can I get a small espresso, please? I don't know where she produces it, but she brings it every time. Then you go in the back room, and the back room is where the the magic happens, right? Okay. And there's usually like some glowing rocks, <laughs> some magic rocks, and some steam coming out of an orifice on the wall or something. <laughs> an orifice. <laughs> an orifice. And then Annika says, uh, "You take you undress from." Uh, top down and then they have a little towel there right you like you put the towel on there I made a mistake one time I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast but uh, the first time I ever went to go get a facial the woman that was administering it her English was like not super great she's like uh take out like I'm laying there under the blanket she's like take out take out and what she went meant to say was take your hands and put them above the blanket so she could like massage my shoulders right but what I did is pull my tits out (laughs) for some reason I don't know why I thought the massage was gonna like not the massage but like she was gonna apply some kind of face mask to my teeters and she sits there she doesn't say anything she just silently pikes my hand puts it out takes my other hand puts it out and then covers my breast so i'm like oh my god i'm never gonna be able to come back here again (laughs) okay it did sound like she wanted you to whip them out. Like, it really did, the way you were phrasing that. All she's saying was, ah, take out. Take out, please. And then she's, like, patting she's on. gesturing right. at your chest. She's gesturing on my, what's this called? Like, your, my collarbone. She's, okay. like, patting on my shoulder. She's, like, take out, blanket, take out. And I was, like, oh, okay. Take off whip the blanket. Out. Yeah. Take the blanket off. It's been covering my, my T-toes. <laughs> okay. So, Aunt Annika? Yeah. Annika tells you to take your top off. So she can fuck with your face? Yeah, no, she, they fuck with your shoulders, too. They also fuck with... I was wondering why your shoulders were glowing. Thank you. So then Anika leaves the room, and you've got to put your little towel on, and they all do the same thing. They, like, do a little knock, and you say, come on in, and they come in, and the first thing they do is they wash your face, obviously, to get, like, all that gunk off, and this is usually when the talking starts, which sometimes I'm in the mood to talk, and sometimes I'm not. It's kind of like at the dentist. Mm. Like, you need to... It's not at the dentist, and sometimes I enjoy talking to the dentist, but you can be real short. With them, <laughs> don't feel like talking, and they're, they're very good at getting the hint. So first, I get this thing after they clean my the gunk off my face. First, I get this thing called microdermabrasion. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard, I've seen t- they mentioned it on TV commercials. So this is my uh, this is going to be an offensively simple definition of what this is. But I shit you not, I'm not totally pulling this out of my ass. So they have a machine 
that has a crushed up diamond in it or some kind of crushed up quartz stone. And what it does is the shrapnel of the thing just flies around inside the tube and they use that to exfoliate your face and like rip the top layer of like sand, basically the top layer of your skin off. Do they have to crush up a new diamond each time? Beats the shit out of me, man. I don't know. Is it like a lint remover? But for your face? You ever see those, like, in the 80s, we had these, like, little, like, lint remover guns. I'm like, yeah, had, like, a little disc on it full of razors, and we'd use it to rip all the lint off of our sweatpants. I've never seen that, but that does sound, like, analogous for some reason. I feel like something in my brain is connecting with this razor <laughs> lint roller thing. Okay, so there's a rod full of crushed up diamonds moving at the speed of light, and they rub the rod all over your face. And it tickles, <laughs> yeah. It tickles? It tickles. Okay. And then after they get done doing that, they apply some type of serum, depending on... Sometimes I get, uh, when I'm feeling fancy, I get the eye add-on, which I don't know what that is, but it's some type of machine. It just blasts your... You put it over your face. It just, like, fucking nails you with, I don't know what, red light, but, like, not just red light, like, advanced red light. Oh, okay. The reddest of the red. Right. A crimson that doesn't exist in nature. Like one time I put the pads, like they put pads over your eyes, obviously. They don't make you just stare into the red light. But uh, I at one point had to ask, I was like, Annika, can you like turn this down a little bit? It's seriously hurting me. It's like, ah, oh, yes, we go lower setting. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. So they give you like goggles and the goggles blast your eyeballs? Or the pe- or the skin under your eyeballs. The skin around and under your eye. Along your- so you're wearing like reverse goggles. No. Like goggles that don't cover your eyeballs, but cover the skin around your eyes. All right, I'm going to try this again. Okay, Thank serious. you. You got to describe physically. When you, you remember when you were in high school or college and you did chemistry lab and you had those big goggles. Yes. First, they put covers over your actual eyes okay so they give you little baby like swimmers goggles right the kind the parts that you see out of okay they cover those they give you eyeball covers correct thank you then they take the goggles and the goggles cover like you know like this part of your your face and then from inside of the goggles comes the red light and that blasts around your eyeballs. So you put on these like VR goggles, these like giant ass, big VR ass goggles. goggles. Yes, it's VR goggles, but instead of fun, there's pain inside. <laughs> exactly. And then, so you put on a little tiny set of goggles to protect your eyes like you do if you go to the tanning salon. Then you put on this giant set of VR goggles and then those things open up like a rainbow of pure heat and pain onto your skin. Yeah, and I don't know what it does, but it does feel real good. Okay, because I was going to ask you, what are they attempting to do with this light bath of death? Allegedly, (laughs) allegedly, they are using the red light to stimulate, I don't know, collagen production, some shit. I don't know. I don't believe it. I just think it feels really, really good. Like it hurts in a good way. All right. I keep hearing the word collagen in TV commercials. Is that like what babies have in them? Collagen? What do you mean? Is that what babies have in them? I thought there was a whole thing with collagen where it was like baby skin is so soft because it's made of collagen. So what we do is we 
made up like a chemical that like simulates baby soft skin and we inject it into your lips. Uh, collagen is a protein. Everybody has it. Babies have, I think, more of it. There you go. But over time, your collagen starts to break down and that's how you get wrinkles and shit. Right. That's why babies have no wrinkles. Right. That's why Because can- they have all collagen. Because that's why you can throw them at the ground and they bounce. That's... So that soft spot on their head is made of collagen? Yeah. So if I rub that soft spot all over me, I'm getting like a little bit of collagen. Oh, that's why the top of baby's head smells so good. Because you smell the collagen. Because it smells so good because that's like evolution trying to tell you like you need what's in this skull. Right. You need to open this baby. You need to crack open this baby's head like an egg and pour the ghoul over your face. So after we're done uh, making it so I can't see three feet in front of my face anymore, uh, they take these glass orbs full of some kind of frozen liquid. And I don't know what those do either, but they feel really good. And then they rub them all over your face. And I don't know what they do, but they feel real good. And then they put some, I don't know, more tonics on your face and they put sunscreen on it. Because let me tell you, brother, if you go outside right after you get your face peeled off into the sun, I have burned like a motherfucker, like right in the middle. For some reason, one of the first times I went to get this done, they didn't put sunscreen on me afterwards. And let me tell you, it was just like a basic ass summer day, like 85 degrees outside. I woke up the next morning with like blisters on my face well to be fair to the sun you've burnt off the outer layer of your skin (laughs) yeah and then the sun did its job on the second layer of my skin i guess okay all right they sand down your face with a fucking ground up diamond fucking 1980s flash gordon lasers are aimed at the area around your eye and like some of them got into your eyeball that one time until you told annika to turn the lasers down a little bit less death rays on my eyeballs please then you get orbed yeah then you get orbed orbed is my favorite part So what do the orbs do? Do they like reseal your skin? Is it the kind of thing where it's like, well, now that we've burnt off your skin, all your pores are open. So we're going to use these orbs to like freeze your pores shut. I genuinely have no idea. I don't even have a guess what the orbs do. You don't know what the orbs do. I know they are blue. You've been orbed, what, like a dozen times? Yeah, something like that. You don't know what the orbs do. I know the orbs feel good. One of these days, <laughs> maybe ask Annika what the orbs do. All right, next time I go to Annika, I'll be like, hey, I know you've been orbing me up for a couple months now, but what do the orbs do? All right, there's something else. As long as we're talking about this beauty step, there's something I've always wondered. This one time when we were on tour, you had these like little tiny finger racers. They were like fucking like Freddy Krueger style like finger racers. And you tried to sneak them onto an airplane. And I was like... Please don't try to sneak these out of an airplane. And you were like, I need them to shave my face. Can you explain? Like, at the time, I just told you to throw them away. And then I think I just put my headphones back in. Can you finally explain to me what these finger razors were for? Okay, apparently, tasters, you know how you shave your face? I shave my face (laughs) as I grow a great big bushy beard. You don't grow a beard or a mustache. Well, as we've already established, we do have fur. All over our face. I don't. Really? You're shaving that off? Yeah, no. You. It's, it's called uh, dermaplaning, I believe. Dermaplaning. Yeah, and it's the process of using a surgical 10 blade to scrape off the first layer of your skin so like any products that you put on it absorb better. You do this? Yeah, uh-huh, sometimes. You fucking... 
you you shave down your face like you're cutting up lines in the back of Studio 54. Yes, sometimes. Where did you even get a surgical 10 blade? Like, I don't think you could buy that at CVS. Uh, not surgical 10 blades. Surgical 10 blades, about a thousand pack. You have a thousand? <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. There's a thousand surgical 10 blades in this apartment? Yeah, somewhere hidden throughout here. Like, uh, you know how like those crazy people hide guns? I have surgical 10 blades everywhere. There's one in the ceiling. I didn't not know this i uh, know my mom uh, works for a hospital and she was uh, buying a big set of order of gloves or something i was like hey can i also get a thousand surgical 10 plates too she's like i don't care sure <laughs> cost eight bucks mom rules <laughs> <laughs> everything i hear about your mom i like more and more another time i was going through the closet and next to a bunch of again terrifying finger razors <laughs> i just found a bunch of acid I assumed you were, like, murdering people at night, Dexter style, and I'm like, eh, it's probably justice. What are you doing with this acid? Uh, I previously tried to mix my own facial peels, my own chemical facial peels, but that did not end well, so I don't I don't touch those anymore. But uh, I did try to create my own, oh, fuck, what is it called? Like, lactose acid peel, and then I ended up burning the shit out of my face. You tried to acid your own face. Yeah, huh? like I said, you know, you got to just do some tampering <laughs> with your face sometimes. What made you think that you could acid your own face successfully? Uh, the fact that I could buy the chemicals on the internet. Next question, please. Where'd you buy these chemicals? Makeupartistchoice.com. <laughs> okay. So did you like read a blog article or... Listen to a podcast. Was there a YouTuber that like tried to convince you that you could acid your own face? Yeah, it was. I think YouTube, as as most radicalization happens nowadays, <laughs> YouTube did teach me that I could just acid my own face. It turns out, kids, you cannot acid your own face. How much money were you looking to save by aciding your own face? By the way, money you're taking right out of Annika's daughter's dance classes. That's one less pirouette she could do. Well, I didn't discover Annika yet. So I don't know. I think the whole set cost like $50 and you were supposed to be able to get like three peels out of them. So probably if it worked, maybe like 250 bucks. But then I don't get orbed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then you got to buy your own orb. Yeah. I can't orb myself. What if you bought me all of this equipment? And what if I became your esthetician? Absolutely fuck not. You think I'm going to trust you wielding a surgical 10 blade close to my eye? Absolutely fuck not. No way. I've seen you. You can't even stand up without knocking that mouse over. You think I, I'm going to ask you to shave my face? Fuck no. You got another thing coming to you. I think I could do this. You can't do it. I think I can do this. If I can't do it, you can't do it. Well, of course you can't do it to your own <laughs> fucking face. What if we gave each other chemical peels? No. We give each other chemical peels. We give each other the razors. We give each other the crystals. We should become at-home facial buddies. We'd save a lot of money and our skin would be glowing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, anybody uh, located in the New York City area, please just call me off if you want me to chemical your face. I won't even charge. I'll charge you $5. That's a bargain. How hard could this be? Here's what I would do. I would, use, I would start out with the lowest amount of acid. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing that I learned. You can always put more acid on. You can never take acid off. Once the acid's there, it's there, baby. I learned that from painting houses. You use a little bit of paint thinner. 
then a little more, then a little more. Like, what's the difference between using paint thinner on some shingles and using acid on your face? Because uh, then you got to buy a bunch of, like, the acid's in different concentrations. So it's not like you just, if you want a stronger peel, you just apply more acid. You have to, like, if you're going to test things out, you got to get, like, the 5% acid solution, and then you slowly build your way up to, like, the 20%, and then eventually, like, the 30 I don't think it goes much higher than 30 but uh, you got to buy three kits and, like, ah, eh, no, I'm I'm just gonna jump straight to 30. Yeah, I'm, I want to jump straight to 32, but like, what if I just use a little dab of it on you? Just like a dab. Here's what we do like, we dab you, we dab the center of your forehead because we could probably draw something pretty funny on there. Yeah, we could put a little smiley face or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, we put a little dab of it on the center of your forehead, and if the center of your forehead looks hotter than the rest of your forehead, then we start to like slowly apply out. You know, it's kind of like when you're using like a new upholstery cleaner, like you test it on a little spot first. Okay, how about we do that, and then I get my acid, and I burn off parts of your beard in the shape of a penis. <laughs> A penis ejaculating. Because you, oh, you think it's to burn skin but not hair? Oh, buddy. All right, I'm trying to think of, would the penis be made of skin? The hair would be the penis or would the skin be the penis? No, the skin would be the penis. Like I would put some acid on a Q-tip or something. Yeah. Draw an ejaculating cock. And then and the just, three little lines of cum. Right. And then just wipe it off after it it's done doing its thing. And then you have a penis in your hair. You have a hairy penis on your face. Well, then if you get to do that, then I'm going to draw the Naruto symbol into your skull. You already picked one. You already picked your dot. You don't get to uh, go back and retroactively change it because mine was more creative. The Naruto symbol into your skull. So like when drones look at you like from way up high, they'll be like, look at that cool girl. She fucking loves Naruto. And by Naruto symbol, do you mean like the village of the leaf symbol thing? What does it look like? You know what I mean. I don't. There's multiple Naruto symbols. No, there's only multiple Naruto symbols, you weirdos. (laughs) To the rest of us, there's the Naruto symbol. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I'm so... Yeah, okay. It, I mean the symbol of the leaf village. From yeah, the there leaf are multiple villages. The village. Silly pants. I don't know. The Naruto symbol. The thing on the Naruto. <laughs> There's multiple things. There are? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Depending on what village they're in. Yes. So what village is Naruto from? Kotonoha. Okay, well then I suppose I mean the Kotonoha symbol, right? Thank you. Unless Naruto is on some sort of secret undercover ninja mission where he's got to pretend to be from another village. I think when he becomes Hokage, he wears a different hat. So that could also be the Naruto symbol. Really? Yes. He changes symbols? Yeah. There's two Naruto symbols. There's like six Naruto symbols. There are six Naruto symbols. You know what? You're getting them all. I'm going to make a little crown of Naruto symbols around you, goddammit. Well, then you're getting a crown of cocks, and they're all going to be ejaculated into your mouth. We'll be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. (laughs) Welcome back to the loudest podcast. Sriracha, last week, I accomplished something I think no other American ever has. I filled up my health insurance deductible. Woo! Congratulations. I know. It's like, have you ever done that? Have you ever like filled up your whole goddamn deductible? Not even once in my entire life. Thank you, therapy. Fuck yeah, therapy. Yeah. Going to therapy all fucking years. Finally filled up the deductible. So I went to my doctor the other day. 
Uh, like a couple of days ago, actually, and I was like, "Doctor, I want you to fuck me up with tests. Test me for every type of blood disease that exists." Yeah, I did. I told him like, "I want you to like withdraw a gallon of my goddamn blood and just like slosh it around, like look at it, taste it, smell, like be like a sommelier for my goddamn blood." I said. I want enough x-rays to get superpowers. I want more blood in that centrifuge than there is in my body. And I also said, fuck it. Give me a mammogram just in case. <laughs> I want to see what these ladies are always complaining about where it squeezes your boobs. How you, how was your titty squeeze test? Felt real good, actually. Felt real nice. Oh, no. Yeah. Um. But, like, the big thing I went there to get tested for was, um. I, I'm not sure. Were you aware of this, that I got hit in the face with a rat? <laughs> I have heard. Have I mentioned this on the show before? I think only once. Okay. Oh, okay. So, just in case you've forgotten, like, I got hit by a rat in the face. <laughs> and uh, there's this disease going around called leptospirosis and i went like doctor i'd also like you to specifically test me for leptospirosis please prescribe some cheese <laughs> God, I, want some, I want some peanut butter on a cracker please. you know usually people come here asking for painkillers <laughs> like a saucer of milk please it's a cat what the fuck Rats like milk, too. No, they don't. Rats don't like warm milk? No, that's cats. Who doesn't like warm milk? It's Not rats. I said, I said, I'd also like you to get, I'd like you to prescribe me some bright, colorful tubes for me to run around in. <laughs> um, and uh, and he, my doctor like looked at me for like, like, like a comedy amount of time. And he's like, so uh, why are you worried about leptospirosis there, Chief? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I got attacked by a rat in the street. Like, <laughs> okay, well, we'll look for a leptospirosis there, pal. <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> okay, I have the results of my blood test right here in a sealed envelope, and we're gonna find out right now whether or not I caught the disease that you can only catch from hot rat piss. <laughs> All right. Okay, this is looking good so far. It says CBC's good. Metabolic panel's good. Thyroid panel is normal. Uh, cholesterol dangerously high. Make immediate lifestyle changes or else. Enzyme markers are normal. Uh, CRP is normal. No leptospirosis! Woo! Oh, my God. Okay, that's a relief. For a second, I thought I might have a serious medical problem, but it uh, looks like I'm all good. No, you just got the one all Americans have, which is called uh, obesity. I am no longer technically medically obese. I'm just dangerously overweight. My cholesterol is high, too. I went to the last time I went to the doctor, they were like, this is so high, it literally cannot just be your diet. <laughs> like, thanks, mom and dad. It is concerning because I've been trying really hard to fucking get my goddamn cholesterol down. Like, I, like I went to the nutritionist. I got like a whole nutrition plan. I'm taking all these supplements and all this shit. I just don't know what's going wrong here. So, so I should, I have like a list of like everything I normally eat in a day. And like you see this food, like you see me eating this stuff. Yeah. So like, tell me if any of this stuff like sticks out to you as like something that might push my cholesterol over the edge. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So this morning, I had a piece of rye bread with some avocado oil spray. That sounds normal. All right. I had two cups of uh, fresh blueberries. Delicious. All right. Have my regular nine egg omelet with low fat <laughs> mozzarella. How much cheese was in that? 
Like about a pound, but it's low fat mozzarella. Oh, okay. Then yeah, you can eat as much of it. It cancels out. It's a negative calorie food. Uh, I had a cup of coffee with low fat milk. All right. All right. Two cups of uh, red lentil pasta with a wild caught Gulf shrimp. Ooh. Mm, pretty good. Two cups cherry tomatoes and zucchini sauteed in avocado oil spray. Do you, do you think it's the avocado? I mean, the avocado oil spray says it has zero cholesterol, but you know, it's that thing where it's like, oh, but a serving is like a quarter of a second. Yeah, exactly. Who knows how many servings you're yeah. having? All right. Maybe it could be that. All right, 3 p.m. I had a Crisco shake. <laughs> What's a Crisco shake? Have you ever had a Crisco shake? I don't think I ever have. Enlighten me. Oh, my. They're delicious. It's my uncle's special recipe. R.I.P. And then after that, I went to bed. I mean, like, this was, th- that was it. So, like, the only thing I ate after that was, like, some sleep. And, like, <laughs> last I checked, like, sleep is good for you. Like, sleep doesn't have any cholesterol in it. And perhaps you're not getting enough sleep. It could be that. Oh, no, wait. Actually, there's one more thing. I... 2 a.m. I woke up and I had a cholesterito. You know what? It had full fat mozzarella in it. Damn it. That is must. That's got to be what the problem is because the the packages look the same. It's like the Diet Coke or not Diet Coke, the Coke Zero and the regular Coke. They're both red now. They're both red now. Exactly. You never know what you get. Okay. I was wondering why my cholesterito tasted so fucking delicious. All right. New Year's resolution, stay away from the full-fat mozzarella. Yeah, uh-huh, and the av- cut down on the avocado oil spray, especially when you're making your cholesterol shakes. Are, are, are you sure that this av- I think this av- the avocado oil spray says it's part of the Whole30 diet. I don't know. I don't know. I got problems with the Whole30 diet. You then. got problems with the Whole30 diet? What's, what's the problem Whole30 with Whole30? Whole30 grams of cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> it was not that funny. Yes, it was. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. I want to take this time to talk about the awesome stuff that we have done for this year's holiday merch sale. I am super proud of this stuff, and I want to show it off. Me too, and damn it, we've been saying we're getting coffee mugs. Well, guess what? You bastards, we finally got him. <laughs> I know! And you can get a quality mug at spiteincorporated.com or .org. Wait, so that's at spiteincorporated.com? Spiteincorporated.com. Personally, my favorite is the Sarancho Umaru mug. So remember how we had the copy pasta, the Navy SEAL copy pasta of the what the fuck did you fucking say about me, you little nermal? In the background, we place it with all the Garfield shit, but now it's on a mug, guys. And it stretches the whole way around. Yes. Which I think is goddamn hilarious. Yeah. It is like an entire wraparound mug. It is just full of like Nathan Masri references and curse words. <laughs> and then it's got a little sriracha on it. And she's like shaking her fists. Right. And I like that the swear words are on a mug. Yes. Like I don't like wearing shirts with swear words on them. Like even anywhere, even in the gym. But I can drink out of a coffee mug with swear words on it. And they're small. Like, you have to really read this mug to see the swear words. It's like our little inside joke, yeah, <laughs> listener, I, you and me. I really like it. Berries and Cream made this art. And it's, speaking of great art, you know, yeah, pull up that next mug you got there. Our next mug is, we have the Garfield. Uh, you, you know about the infamous Garfield cum drinking comic? I believe it's the John drinks cum comic. The John dog cum Yes, <laughs> exactly. So in our first panel, we have the classic Stereos looking fly as fuck in his plaid. It says, have a can of orange soda, Stereos? Why, thanks. Don't mind if I do. And then he drinks it real fast. And I, I guess I'm Liz. And I say, congratulations, Mr. Coconuts. You're going to give birth to a fine, healthy litter of soda juice. And it's me 
holding a Fanta can and I look like I'm about to throw up the Fanta can because we all know what's in that Fanta can, don't we? Come. Oh, did you have to say it? It's Navy. So, and then that art is by Mimi Yori. And that concept is by Listener Michael. I really, really like that mug. And again, it wraps all the way around it. And I made sure to wrap the strip around the mug just like Nathan Masri wraps his Garfield strips around the mugs that he used to sell at the Garfield Eats store before it got shut down by the land monster. Land monster and uh, the land, the pandemic monster and the government and also sarin gas. Yeah, it was, it's actually sarin gas. <laughs> and finally, our third mug, we have a brand new design. Oh my God, it's so pretty. It's the Boomerman mug. Sirius, can you describe the design for us? Yes. Instead of Bomberman... It's Boomer Man. So instead of the classic Bomber Man, it's me with like my little plaid and like my glasses and a beard. But instead of holding a bomb, I'm holding a little porg in like a little bomb costume and the porg looks terrified. It's so cute. Look at the way he's just, he's terrified. I know. And then the word Boomer Man is striped across like the classic Bomber Man thing, but there's the O's. Are, it's really, really cool. And then we really like this design. Uh, it was drawn by Greg Lanzara, and the concept was, again, by Listener Michael. We thought this design also worked on a T-shirt. So we got these T-shirts made. It's on black, and uh, it's just really cute. Like, I'm a really big fan of this Boomerman design. Yeah, you got to check out the design for yourself, listeners, at spiteincorporated.com. <laughs> and then, finally, here's the last thing we're selling. We're only selling 10 of each of these because they are each handmade. Super limited edition. Yeah, and they actually each come with a certificate of authenticity. Oh, awesome. Yes. So Berries and Cream, we've commissioned her to make these Aster Chew and Saran Chan medallions. They're so cute. These medallions are made out of Crayola Model Magic Clay. They are painted with the same type of paint, the acrylic paint that a certain person uses. <laughs> certain person who is still incarcerated. Yeah, but uh, but these are original designs. Yeah, no, they're beautiful. I love them. They're really shiny in real life. I could totally see somebody wearing that. Like, wear that to the club. <laughs> Just wear it wherever you want to impress bitches. <laughs> yeah, we found, like, the exact length, width, height. I spent so much time researching how the original medallions were made. But they're original characters. That's the thing. Like, we're not ripping anybody off. These are totally original. Yeah, both of these are entirely original, and anybody who tells you otherwise is a hater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa yes, exactly. There are the haters and trolls and ne'er-do-wells and jerk-offs and no-good-nicks. Yeah, and 4centgarbage.com. Four, four garbage.com. <laughs> Yeah, I have a feeling out of everything that we're selling, these are going to sell the fastest. Yes. And there is only 10 of them each. So you have to head on over to spiteincorporated.com. Honestly, if you want these, I would recommend getting in very quickly because I'm not forcing berries and cream to make it. She's not a medallion slave. Yeah, that's the thing. Because it, it, it's like the holidays. Like she, don't, like, she doesn't have time to make a ton of these things. Oh, and, the, and she wraps these up like so delicately. Like she's shipping these things like they're durable medical equipment. Like so much bubble wrap and tissue paper she put a box inside another box like a brilliantly done berries and, and cream. the most important part unlike some other medallions that are sold you will actually receive this <laughs> after yeah, you spend right. your money oh my you're not gonna have to complain to ebay no <laughs> you will get these medallions you go to spiteincorporated.com to check out all our mugs check out our brand new t-shirt check out our brand new medallions and uh we'll see you in the next segment
voicemail time. Voicemail time. It's his favorite time. It's when you get to call into the show and just shit post for 30 seconds or less. That's exactly right. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson? Buy a stopwatch. Go get your mom's egg timer. God damn it. You have a stopwatch on your phone. Literally just dial the number and while it's ringing, open up the stopwatch in the background. Time yourself. Okay, look, I think here, this is what's happening. I think maybe we are freaking people out with our rigidity. Hey, just call, you know? It's not a big deal. We're like your audio buddies. We're like your audio friends. Right. Parasocial relationships, smarish, emotional, I'm your best friend. Uh, I'm your even better best friend. I'm your best friend. You know me. We hang out. Yeah. So call in. Give them that number, Asterios. 848-863-5343. Or attach a a voice note. Send it to theloudestpodcast at gmail.com. The voicemail you leave is always going to be better than the voicemail you don't. Right. You miss 100% of the shots of the voicemails that you don't take. Exactly. Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Wait. No, that's right. Is I think. It? Okay. Oh, it sounded good to me. All right, this first voicemail is called Fraud. Hey, Asterios. Hey, Sarancha. I have a, co- a comment for you. I know it's been a while since we've done the, the coolest crime segment, but I have something to offer you. Okay. Coolest crime? Fraud. Just just any kind of fraud. You can think of mail fraud, healthcare fraud, uh, bank fraud, Fraud. Yeah. Taking things that don't belong to you. That's based. And like through deceit and lies and deception. Yeah. What did we say? I know. Remember, my coolest crime was arson. Wasn't yours like stealing money from work or something? Yes. Time theft. Yeah. That's a form of fraud. It is the definition (laughs) of fraud. Because like you sign a little time card every week and you say you work these hours and like... That's fraud, baby. That's fraud, baby. What are are some other types of fraud? Insurance fraud, always the best kind of fraud. It's going to be really tough to beat insurance fraud because it's like, what are you going to do? Be like, hey, there's no ashes of a diamond ring in here. Like when your house burnt down and you said you had an 8K OLED TV, we only found the ashes of a 2K TV. Yeah, even if you have an OLED TV and you want a new one, just toss it out the window the next time there's any kind of storm. Be like, oh no, I was robbed. The thing about like insurance fraud is you really only get one shot at it. Because after that, your insurance premiums like skyrocket. Yeah. So make sure you take that hammer and you smash everything of value in your house. And then you call up Blue Cross the Blue Shield and say that it was twice as valuable. Yeah, no, fun fact, fun fact. Did you know that most homeowners insurance will compensate you if your things are stolen out of your house? Yes. Like away from your home. Like if you put your laptop in a locker at work and someone steals that laptop and perhaps you need a new laptop with a better driver, <laughs> your homeowner's insurance will compensate you for it under most policies. That blew my fucking mind. Homeowner's insurance is so weird. There's like so it like you could be in like a hotel room in your car. Homeowner's insurance has like weird tentacles where like it reaches you in places that you wouldn't think. Yeah, but then they're very specific about car. Like they're very specific that if something is stolen, but it can't be stolen from your car oh, or something really? like that. I don't remember exactly. Somebody who knows homeowner's insurance, call in and tell me how we can replace your driver. I mean, uh, file a 
valid insurance claim should a piece of electronics become stolen outside of the home. Okay, look, look, don't trust us. If you're about to commit, put the hammer down for just one second. Oh, no, it's too late. They already smashed their TVs. Oh, well, look, they deserve a new TV. We have homeowner's insurance, but there's like a weird clause in it because I love to read this stuff. If your wedding ring is stolen, that's cool. They will replace it. But... If your wedding ring disappears under, quote, mysterious circumstances, they will not replace it. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> like, if it means, like, if a magician steals it, like, if Mr. Mistleplex, like, breaks into your apartment, like, if Rumpelstiltskin won't give it to you back and let you, like, you name your kid after, like, I don't know what mysterious, but it's there. Mysterious circumstances. It creeped me out when I read it. That I read so it like three in weird. the morning. I was like, ah. <laughs> okay, so if I lose my wedding, oh wait, no, I can't lose it. If my wedding ring is stolen, they'll no, put- lost is fine. Oh, lost is fine. But disappeared under mysterious circumstances because. You lost it? Those are actually very non-mysterious circumstances. You went to the water park and got drunk. Yeah, no. If I fall through a fucking portal, I just stay warm. Exactly. Don't go to like the California mystery spot with your wedding ring. Because if you do, they will not pay for it to be replaced. Could you fucking imagine? Like, call your homeowners and shit. It's like, oh, no, I've been robbed. Oh, who was? Have you filed a police report? Yeah, they caught the guy. He's a magician. (laughs) Ooh, we got some bad news for you about that smashed window. (laughs) We're, We're so sorry. We have a, a specific clause in here that uh, we do not replace anything stolen by the great Mysterioso. He's such a prominent thief that all the local uh, homeowners insurance policies have him written in there. Yeah. Well, he's good. Specifically health insurance. Is it possible to commit health insurance fraud? Wait Because a that minute. seemed like the base did us of the base. I don't know what it would be, but it seems like, incredibly cool. Okay. No, no, that is actually cool. What if you want a new nose so you break your nose by accident? Is that even fraud? Because you do need a new nose if you break your own nose. Okay, that's not fraud at all. You're right. Right. Like if you're at home fucking redneck fishing with a stick of dynamite, your health and you blow your hand off, your health insurance can't be like, no, we're not replacing your hand because you blew your hand off yourself. No, that's true. Okay, we need to find a way that it's like medically necessary to get a boob job. Like that, that's the sweetest plum. How yeah. could we do this? I guess the only situation that I could imagine qualifying as health insurance fraud would be like going, getting your tits done, and then somehow convincing the surgeon to be like, no, she didn't get her tits done. She got her nose done after a high-speed car crash or something. <laughs> Yeah, okay. You got to get the doctor in on it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. That's going to be tough. <laughs> I know, but it's, uh, but the plum is so sweet. Who doesn't want to fuck over the insurance companies? Everybody, like, the insurance companies fuck over doctors every day because, like, do- a doctor will send the insurance company a bill. And the insurance company will be like, uh, we feel like paying for a quarter of this. And so, good luck with the. Why don't you try to collect the rest of that from Mr. Joe? Oh, yeah, no, they do that. Like, I was watching 600 Pound Life the other day, and <laughs> they were fighting with. I think th- I always thought that TLC paid them. For this shit, like, hey, can we film you stumbling around your apartment and we'll pay for your bariatric surgery? Apparently, that is not the case because this one dude needed medical transport. Like, they were going to load him in the back of, like, a U-Haul. But then the doctor, he wouldn't fit in the U-Haul because the U-Haul, the diameter of it was not... uh sufficient for his body so they're like no you need a medical transport which is basically like a far distance ambulance 
<laughs> and they tried to get their insurance to pay for it. And the insurance was like, eh, I don't think you need that. And can't you go to the U-Haul? And they were like, no, we tried the U-Haul. You can't <laughs> fit in the U-Haul. How many times? And then they had the doctor. Doctor now call the insurance company and be like, he will die if he does not have bariatric surgery. And they're like, eh, he tried not eating as much. What if you say that your boobs are dangerously underweight and you're, you need big fat titties so that you can have normal weighted titties? What if? Yeah, no, that would work better than my idea. I had a stupid idea. Okay, what was your idea? My idea would be to get a titty job and then write it off on your taxes as like a necessary business expense. Like, have you seen that episode of The Office where Jan gets new tits and when she's getting fired, she's like, this is because of these, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't remember this. I like that, but now that I'm thinking about it, that's ripping off the government, which is also based, but not as based as ripping off a health insurance That's tax company. fraud, though. Tax fraud is fantastic. Tax fraud is good. Could you write off a boob job if you were a pornographic actress? It seems like that's like absolutely a necessity for working in the field. I mean, I have looked this up, not specifically a tit job, but like what types of, if you're an entertainer, things that you can write off. Apparently you can't, like there are, you can't, there are rules in the tax code. They're like, if you have it and you get to keep it forever and you also benefit from it when you're not working, like a model getting a haircut, you can't write it off. Damn it. Because you still have the haircut afterwards. But I don't know, maybe we can get removable titties. I'm sorry. I don't know. Has what, like with little Ziploc sliders? Yeah, has science gone that far yet? Has science gone <laughs> too far? God, I hope not. I need those things to stay where they are. I'm like a baby. I have problems with object permanence when it comes to big fat titties. I need them to always be in my view or I think they've disappeared forever. <laughs> they've dematerialized like no! cowards. <laughs> I don't even like the word D. I won't even say it. <laughs> this caller, whoever this caller is, this is one of the best voicemails we've ever gotten. There's not a bad kind of fraud. Insurance fraud. Defrauding the government. Defrauding your employer. By God, I love fraud. Hey, that's a good one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm going right. to keep that. Our next voicemail is, uh, ooh, it's called, What is a Sundere? Hey, Stereo. This is Seth. Hey, Seth. I was just listening to a couple of older podcasts, and I had a thought. A long time ago, you were confused by the term Sundere. Mm-hmm. Are you still confused and by the term? I thought, like, there's a real easy way to explain it to you. Just think of Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold. Literally, that's exactly what a Sundere is. Oh, my God, he's right. He is right. Have you seen how much Hey Arnold have you seen? I've seen enough to know that Helga Pataki is a Sundere. Yeah, no, she definitely is. That is the smartest thing I think someone who's called into this podcast has ever said. Listeners, if you need to explain Sundere to a normie, just be like, oh, it's like Helga Pataki. From Hey Arno, that's fucking brilliant. She even has the soon tails, right? Doesn't she have two ponytails? I mean, she has two ponytails, but they're not in like that drill shape. No, she look, it's close enough. You yeah. got to admit, she's got the two. Oh, I'm sorry, the tails aren't in the drill shape. Yeah, well, you're the one that brought it up. I just said it was a great uh, reference for a Sundere normie, but no, I'm sure the normies are going to know what fucking Sundere tails then are. Then why don't you explain what soon tails are? I don't think I. You're the biggest Sundari I know. I'm not a Sundari. I'm a 
dairy dairy, which means I love dairy products. <laughs> no, it means I, I'm just no, happy. No, me too, eggs. I'm loving and happy all the time. <laughs> yeah, like eggs, uh, pickles, because they are adjacent <laughs> to the eggs. Uh, the ice cream that's across the aisle from... <laughs> ice cream geez. is a dairy product. Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> yeah, now who's... Now I'm the dairy dairy. Frozen vegetables, just anything in the grocery store is dairy. <laughs> Aren't you... Okay, you're the girl who's like, I brought you lunch. Not because I like you, but because I thought you, I made extra. You're that girl. No, that's a tsundere. No, I thought a tsundere was like. Like, hey, cunt, I made you lunch. That Okay, that's a tsundere. The tsundere is the girl who's like, you suck. I fucking hate you. Here, take some lunch. It tastes bad, just like you. I made a shitty lunch for you. I hate you. I'm in love with you. Bye. You're the girl who's like, I made extra food just in case you wanted some. I'm not in love with you. I I just think about you sometimes. That's all. I mean, I guess if you're, I think it's the same trope, but it's dialed down in the second. I'm pretty sure that's also a Sundari, and they would end it with something like, "It's not because I like you or anything, but I made too much this morning, Baka, and I know that you can't cook your own lunch, so I figured I can't let you starve. But it's not because I like it, like something Great. like that. That is Sundari, yes. But okay, let's think about food wars. Food Wars. Okay. Who's that girl that is from like the rural town and she's good at making fish? Oh, shit. The one with the blue. Uh, yeah. I want to say Megumi, but I haven't yes, watched it's that. Megumi. She- really? Yes. There's a type of girl who's just like sweet and loving and doting. Yeah. What's that? Dairy Dairy? I guess so. I gotta look. God damn it. I thought I knew this. We started out with this one. We started out so confidently. We weren't so sure Helga Pataki was a Sundari. Yeah, we were confident and we went off in the weeds. So, listener, if you are trying to explain a Sundari to someone, don't have them listen to this podcast. No, we fucked it up. We clearly don't even know. Someone said that Garfield is a Sundari, and I was like, that is exactly correct. Garfield's just a cunt. Yeah, but he deep down does love Odie. Does he? Deep down. How deep? Very, very deep down. And like also deep down, he loves John. Look, you only see him for three panels. Of course you're going to think he's a cunt. Yeah, I mean, I, did I tell you I discovered this uh, subreddit called Alzheimer's Group or something, and it's just a bunch of people posting the same Garfield comic every single day, and, be, and everyone it just acts like it's the first time they've ever seen it. What? This is the greatest thing I've ever... What? I didn't know about this group. It's the only thing they post in there. It's just like the same thing every day. Just, haha, found this new uh, cat comic, thought it was funny, figured I'd share it with you guys for a laugh, and then they just post the same every day is it on facebook or reddit it's reddit it's called something like alzheimer's group okay thank god it's gotten it's so hard for me to log into facebook to see these groups it's not even fucking worth it anymore what's the garfield comic it's the garfield comic is because i read it 30 times today i think i might be able to uh repeat it verbatim the first panel is garfield sitting there and saying oh nothing's going on today and then the next panel garfield's sitting on the counter and john runs in and he says Garfield and he's like all fucked up like he's got dirt he's coming in dirt and he's like Garfield I finally got that forest fire in my sock drawer out and then he runs out of the room and Garfield in the last panel says well nothing out of the ordinary is happening that's a really good Garfield comic I mean, as far as Garfield comics go, I guess. Yes, as far as Garfield (laughs) comics go. Did I I say it was an incredible piece of art? Literature. It's a good Garfield comic. (laughs) There's a fire in John's sock drawer. I love that. It raises so many questions. How did the fire get there? Why was it only contained in the sock drawer? 
How did he, quote, finally put it out? You think he could have put it out pretty quickly? Or does he have any socks left? This is all great. It's all great, and it's a mystery we'll investigate every single day for the rest of our lives in our slash Alzheimer's group. It's a shame we have the world's least qualified investigators trying to answer these questions. The moment they find breakthroughs, they immediately forget them. It's like it's it's like fucking memento nonstop in there. I think somebody, I feel like I, I was clicking through because I was trying to find this subreddit, and somebody leaked onto the regular Alzheimer's subreddit and posted it and somebody responded back. It was like, this is actually the subreddit for talking about Alzheimer's disease. Don't, you know what? It's a very, it'll be a very short-lived PR crisis. <laughs> um, all right. This next voicemail is called Smarty. Works with a crazy guy. Hey, Loudest Podcast. It's your your friendly neighborhood, Smarty. I, I guess I could say I made a friend at work. Hmm. And I'm thinking about it. It's just... The problem is, like, he's a nice guy. It's just he slowly revealed himself to be crazy. We would be sitting there talking about some bands that we like, and then all of a sudden we're suddenly deep in a conversation about how Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin did some sort of satanic ritual in order to create the perfect riff for Stairway to Heaven, or how we're talking about Joe Rogan and casually the phrase, oh, I'm pretty sure he didn't sell out to the Illuminati comes up. <laughs> um, what do I do? I mean, as far as conspiracy theorists go, this guy seems pretty mild. I hate that that's the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, that's like harmless conspiracy shit. I feel like believing that Jimmy Page uh, did a satanic ritual to make Stairway to Heaven is about on par with the theory that Avril Lavigne has been like replaced with a clone. Like, have you ever seen the conspiracy theory pyramid? No. It's like on the bottom is things that actually happened. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like MK Ultra, and then above it, it's like harmless conspiracy theories. I feel like that's about where we are right now. And then, well, like we haven't crossed the uh, the anti-Semitic threshold of no return yet. I have the I had the exact same thought i was like this guy actually sounds just kind of like a pretty normal boomer he, like he thinks jimmy page did a satanic ritual cool tell me more about the ritual like are you into satan okay here's the thing if he thinks jimmy page did a satanic ritual <laughs> and that it's awesome and that jimmy page rules because he's a satanist you want to be that guy's friend. If he thinks that, like, Jimmy Page is another satanic Democrat and something, something, pizza, something, that's bad. Yeah, if you get to the word Pizzagate, you're climbing up the pyramid. You don't want to go past that <laughs> tier. He said, I don't think Joe Rogan sold out to the Illuminati, which means he thinks that, like, some people have sold out to the Illuminati and that there is an Illuminati. Again, when I was a kid, that guy was cool. When I was a kid, I was buddies with a guy working in the grocery store that was like all into like listening to Dark Side of the Moon backwards. And he's like 40 and he's like, my girlfriend has a tattoo of a unicorn on her tits. And I was like, tell me everything about your life. <laughs> tell me more, you cultured sir. Like, I don't even think the uh, believing in the Illuminati. See, I consider that bottom of the yes. pyramid. Thing. It's like, oh, there's a group of insanely rich people that control all of the politics and everything in the world. Yes, we already know that. <laughs> That's yeah. not a conspiracy theory. I don't think they're fucking drinking goat's blood but fucking they might be who knows look i don't think they're drinking ghost blood because they think it'll like give them a better path with satan but 
You tell any rich person that drinking goat's blood will make them like have firmer skin because of the collagen and goat's blood. Oh, there's gonna be like goat's blood smoothies on the Today Show. Oh, and ironically, that was a thing—not goat blood, but there was a trend for a hot second called like a vampire facial. And I don't remember if it was—I don't remember if it was your own blood or another person's blood. I think it was your own blood. Like they ran a. a little roller with a bunch of very, very thin needles on it and then to prick the skin and then they <laughs> facialed you in your own blood. Wow, we had a lot of facial talk this episode. It's very interesting to me. Okay, so that's like the ultimate exfoliation, if anything. It's like you're exfoliating so hard that you're drawing blood and you're getting rid of like the surface. Le- What's the difference between getting rid of the surface layer of skin and getting rid of the surface layer of blood? I mean, yeah, what even is the difference? Yeah. It probably makes your skin look really really clear because there's no blood in the pimples anymore hell yeah okay <laughs> if you've got a co-worker who's talking about how he removes blood with a little roller because it makes him look hotter you gotta like go to that guy's parties you gotta do drugs with this guy right oh my god that would unlock a whole nother level when you do drugs with him you can suss out like yes. how high on the pyramid he is and if he sticks around with like these harmless conspiracy theories I say just keep being friends with him ask him about Nibiru <laughs> So I have the uh, conspiracy pyramid. It is an upside down pyramid. (laughs) Oh, it's already part of the conspiracy. (laughs) It's already. I I think we have a theory on who issued this. So at the bottom we have, you see here, we have grounded in reality. And Mm -hmm. then you slowly go up to completely detached from reality. Like at the top uh, point, we have QAnon, uh, New World Order, Flat Earth, Pizzagate, just all the classics. Ah, but all those are so boring to me now. I want a new, I need fresh new new conspiracies right so uh the point below it is the is called the anti-semitic point of no return yeah i mean that's bad yes that's bad which you don't want to cross but i don't know the ones on the one below it are kind of funny let me hear them uh jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams Ah, bored soy boys bored 5g causes cancer we need new conspiracy i've been talking people have been arguing about these conspiracies for like four or five goddamn years now i want to hear so i want to hear that there's like worms that get in your brain and like the worms make you spend money because they're consumerist worms and every black friday someone blows on a special golden whistle on wall street and it makes the worms make you go crazy for oled tvs yeah that's why it's black Think about it, listener. Every year, the Black Friday TVs are on sale. Who's buying them? Do you replace your TV every year? What is causing this phenomenon? I think it's brain worms. Oh my God, it's the worms. But these worms have great taste. They want me to buy a brand new Nintendo Switch? Well, I could use one. Yeah, every fucking year. Every fucking year, the TVs are all on sale and people fight each other for it. Why do you need TV every year? It's bigger. I found this TV in the dumpster. We've <laughs> never great. talked about that on the show. My dumpster TV? Yeah, we've never talked. Just tell people about that real quick. Let me tell you, listeners, you can find some incredible shit in New York City's dumpsters. Let me tell you, I was walking home from the gym today, and I saw a Tupperware in a dumpster, and I almost went <laughs> in for it. And by almost, you mean you did, right? No, I didn't, because it was in a bag. Like, I could see the Tupperware through the bag, and the bag was also full of, like, actual garbage. So I was like, oh, do I want to rip open? this bag and then we cats all over it <laughs> you definitely took a like a full-on frying pan out of a dumpster and then we used it for months yes it was a great frying pan and also so this television I, wait just hold on real quick because you move right past that listeners i really didn't have much choice in the matter 
Sriracha's a really good cook. And she's like, I washed the frying pan eight times. I'm like, I guess you did wash the frying pan a bunch. But she took a frying pan out of the garbage. And the only reason we threw it away was because it overheated one day and the handle broke into two pieces. Some days there are days where I think about my dumpster pan and I miss it. I know you miss that dumpster pan. I felt I felt bad that your favorite pan got destroyed. I'm still uncomfortable with how long we ate out of that dumpster pan. Okay, no, you say it's a dumpster pan. But let me tell you, you put raw meat in pans, cook it. And then just wash the pan and you're fine with that. You're fine with eating a slab of raw meat because that's basically the same thing. What could possibly have been in the dumpster that would be worse than raw meat? What is tainting the dumpster pan so permanently that it cannot be washed <laughs> with soap and water? Dirty diapers. I don't think that's as bad as uh, trichinosis or whatever we get from uncooked chicken. You don't think eating baby shit... <laughs> Is this, it will make you as sick as eating raw chicken? I'm not saying that I want to eat either of them. I'm saying they're both completely cleanable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next question, please. Look, I know the case you could make. You're making a real good case. But there's this, the spirit of the dumpster is what you can't get out of the pan. If you had told me that you'd saged the pan and exercised it of all dumpster spirits, I would have been fine. But there's some things that even soap can't remove. All right, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this. You ever bought anything at a thrift store? Oh, all the time. How is that different than a dumpster? Because I bought it at a thrift store, not the dumpster store. So, it could have been sitting in a dumpster for all you know. I guess. Look, I know. I know it could have been. But yard- we know the pan was. The flea market, yard sales, thrift stores, any of that shit, all coming from the dumpster. <laughs> Yeah, no, so the, my beautiful television, my full screen TV, color, beautiful. It's like 55 inches. I found it in a trash can. You And here's the thing, listeners, it's great. It works great. The HDMI port, someone threw it out because one of the three HDMI ports stopped working. I think someone threw it out because they moved or something. Oh. So that is something that happens frequently. Let me tell you, listeners, if you want a good time, you find a rich neighborhood, go dumpster diving in it because people are moving out of New York City every fucking day and they just like, rich people don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't care about their giant TVs in the trash. There was also a trash hookah, but you not let me take that home. No, because during the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic, I thought it was not a good idea to be sucking on weird hoses. <laughs> trash hookah. Trash Uka, God damn it. You're a little trash panda. I what am. you are. I love digging in the trash. But here's the thing, listeners. I can bitch and moan all I want. I ate off that pan, and God damn it, if I wasn't playing Nintendo Switch on this dumpster TV earlier today, Sriracha, which, when she brought this TV in, she got a bunch of those Clorox wipes. She wiped this motherfucker down. I went on eBay, and I bought uh, one of those uh, universal remotes. I programmed it. This TV's beautiful, baby. Dumpster TV. And we were talking about buying a new TV. Like, we sat down and had a conversation. Like, oh, how much money can we spend on a TV? And we said something like $500. This was 
free. This was free from the dumpster. And at what what does a remote cost? Like six bucks? I got it for like six dollars, yeah. Yeah, and Clorox wipes, 30 cents. So fucking what? We're mentioning an HDMI for it. This TV, oh. I, did you hear me complaining about this TV? This TV's fantastic. We we had said like, because we wanted a big TV for the living room because like I'm old and my eyes don't work. And I found like a $250 big TV, like one of those open box, has a boot print in it, sale things. And I was about to pull the trigger on it. And Sriracha was like, I think I saw something in the dumpster. <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, let me try the dumpster team. And God damn it, if she didn't say it was $250. Sorry, micro center. Sriracha went to trash center. Oh, I bet the micro center dumpster has some good shit in it. Are we going to become freegans? Because if we are, I'm going to go all in on it. Uh, this would be the best place to be a freegan, but everything City? is going to be covered in meth. Yeah. Yeah, but then we get free meth. <laughs> free methamphetamine. And that makes you less hungry, so you have to dumpster dive less. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, last voicemail, because we're running out of time. Last voicemail. Last voicemail. Help me, Asterios and Sorrenta. It's me, Garfield. I'm trapped in Nathan Mazzari's basement. <laughs> He's kissing me and feeding me, discussing Bikela Sagna, and he wouldn't let me go. Huh? <laughs> Kissing him and feeding him. Nathan Masri feeder confirmed. When God seeks to punish us, he answers our prayers. <laughs> now Garfield's getting fed too much lasagna. And that sounds like a, what's that subreddit? Uh, I have transcended John or something like Garfield chained to the wall. And John just force feeding him lasagna. I don't like those. I don't like those comics. I don't either. I don't like those. Com- I don't think they're fun or funny or interesting. I've only seen one good one. It was recently. It was like that that monster cat being like, John, I see into your soul. And then the monster cat was like, wait a minute. You have like a weird growth over here. And then it cuts to the doctor's <laughs> office. And the doctor's like, oh, thank God you found this tumor. <laughs> and then John's like, thank you, Gar. Thank you, monster Garfield. And monster Garfield's like, I would never let anything bad happen to you. And I was like, I hope this is the last one of these stupid comics I ever have to read. Yeah, I don't like them either. They scare me. and They make me sad. <laughs> I don't like people that are ironically into Garfield. And I hope I've made it clear by now over the few years we've done this show that I genuinely do like Garfield. He's funny. He can't stop eating. He's got a furry face. Sound like someone you know, listeners? That's right. It's Sriracha. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You little furry face gremlin. furry face comes back to haunt us. It all goes in a circle, kids. That's why you need those finger raisers. That's why like when a comedian references the first set. At the end. Uh-huh. Good shit. Full circle. Full circle, baby. Remember, if you've come full circle, you don't actually have to end on a punchline. She's like, I remember that. All right, well, great show, guys. That's it. We'll talk to you later. We've come full circle. Goodbye. Okay, yeah, do the thing that Kevin Hart does. Just repeat a line from earlier in this show. Yep, exactly. And then go, thanks, good night. Thanks, <laughs> good night. And everybody will lose it. Yeah, yeah it's I know. They will. It's the oldest, dumbest trick in the book. And it still works it's, like magic. It does still work. <laughs> Listeners. That's it for the loudest podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. You want to leave a voicemail, you call 848-863-5343. Or you email theloudestpodcast at gmail.com. Attach a little voice note from your iPhone or whatever. Don't forget, you go to Spite Incorporated right now. It's our Black Friday merch drop. We got mugs. We got a new t-shirt. We got these medallions. You go to spiteincorporated.com and you get your there's good shit for everybody. There's great shit for everybody. I've had a lot of this monster energy drink. Can you tell? 
Yeah. Like, I'm really excited by yeah. it. Yeah. Can you describe how much monster I'm holding? Uh, you're holding about... Uh, it's 24 what, ounces. 24 ounces, and there is an Apex Legends ad on the back, so that means it's targeted at the real Zoomers. Yeah, exactly. I can get I can get double XP. Every time I drink, I get XP to unlock new weapons. <laughs> Skins. Exactly. In, unlock in-game content with monster energy. Oh, and it's got... Look, it's got a little uh, uh, Spotify. What is it? What's the ghost? Snapchat. It's got a little Snapchat. Snapchat thing on it, and that's fun. Very proud of you. Okay, thank you. SpiteIncorporated.com. That's it for the last podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.